Welcome to the Vitality Health Show, where we inform you about the latest advancements in alternative health care and the best health and wellness solutions to benefit your body, mind, and spirit. Now, here's your host, Stephanie Parrish. Good morning, friends, and welcome to the Vitality Health Show. I am your host, Stephanie Parrish, the voice of hope and healing. And thank you for joining us. First, I want to thank our sponsors, New Life Ventures and the Mindful Lab. We are so grateful that they made this possible for this show to happen today. Remember, if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments for me, please send them to contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. We're very excited to have an amazing guest on. She is just, you guys are going to love this show. She's amazing. Her name is Hazel Palache. I think I said that right. I love that name. (laughs) And she is an Amazon bestseller. She's a master hypnotherapist. She's a gifted speaker and mentor. Hazel is going to talk about living an abundant life and reclaiming your quality of life after difficult trials. We were just kind of talking about all the things that are happening with everybody right now. And both of which will resonate with all of you listeners out there. Her new book is called The Power of Positive Thought. It will be available very soon. Be watching for that. She's got a number of books we're going to talk about a little bit. So she has been, like I said, on the Amazon bestsellers list a number of times, I understand. So with further ado, please welcome to the Vitality Health Show, Hazel Palache. Welcome, Hazel. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you for inviting me, Stephanie. It's a delight to be here. Absolutely. She's been a busy girl. She's already been on another show this morning and she's she's in demand. So we're feeling pretty fortunate to be able to have her here with us. So she is. And, and before we get going, I want to wish you a happy birthday next week. And if oh. anybody's watching, she she you would never know her age. Do you want to share or not? <laughs> I don't have a problem with my age. Next week, I'm going to be 80. 80 years old. Those of you that are watching, she looks like she's maybe 60. She is just an absolutely beautiful, radiant woman. And that's probably because you live your abundant life. And (laughs) I would think that that has a lot to do with that. So we want to go ahead and get right into your story. I was fascinated when you and I had our first conversation and just telling me about what you have been through and how you got to where you are now because you are changing people's lives so if you wouldn't mind taking a few minutes and just telling us about your your life story how you ended up getting here where you're at now and kind of what what brought you to this position do you mind sharing that with us i don't mind sharing that at all do you want it from the beginning well let's start at the very beginning it's a very fine place to start. Sorry, I had to say it. <laughs> <laughs> the very beginning is that my childhood was highly dysfunctional. I know a lot of people's childhoods are. My father was a compulsive gambler and a rageaholic. And my mother, although I didn't know it back then, was a battered wife. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in a lot of fear because it was always be careful, don't do this, don't do that. And for children, you learn how to be fearful all the time, especially when you're seeing things that no child should really see. And also, 
I always thought that I had to be perfect. I mean, I have a picture of me and my sister where we're wearing these little white uh, cotton dresses. I can't remember what they're called with, you know, little things. We look so perfect. And that's how we were expected to be perfect. So there is no such thing. <clears throat> Sorry, there's no such thing as perfection, as I'm sure most people today know. Right. Anyway, so I didn't change that kind of thinking until I was actually in my 40s. But going forward as a teenager, I knew that I had courage somewhere because my father's idea was that I stay home and he gives me an allowance. My idea was I get a job. Mm. <laughs> and so I did get a job um, working in the West End of London, which is where I lived. And um, I went on from there. I got married when I was 19. I had a child when I was nearly 21. And I became a wife, a mother, and a daughter. And I had no idea who I actually was. Mm, yeah. And that often happens to women. So going forward, we moved from, as a family, I had two children. We moved from London to Canada in 1974 to Vancouver mm. and back to London again in 1975 and back to Vancouver again wow. at the end of 1975, and then back to London again in 1976. Wow. Um, it was not the best move for me. And um, I still hadn't done any growing at that time, not to speak of anyway. And I had terrible panic disorder. And... Um, we stayed in London for another few years, bought a house, settled down again. And then one day, I don't know why, I said to my then husband, why don't we just put the house on the market and see what happens? Hmm. Well, we had such a good offer from the first person that we sold the house oh. and we moved to California. Oh. And we moved to California um, knowing nobody. Wow. We had a couple of friends who'd moved here before us, but knowing nobody. And within one week, my husband had bought a townhouse. He got a job where he was, um, they sponsored him for his green card. And within one year, at the end of the first year, he started his own business again. And that's the basis of the story. Hmm. That was in 19, well, we moved there in 19, we moved here in 1979. And then six years later or five years later, I decided because we had no communication and I had tried family counseling, that if I stayed in this marriage, I was going to die alive. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to get divorced. Mm -hmm. That was the scariest thing I ever did in my life because people where I came from at that time didn't get divorced. Right. And my father immediately told me I brought shame on the family. 
when I let him know. And his idea was that I should just stay in a marriage that I wasn't happy with, right. which is what he did for 60 years. And um, I got divorced. And I had never been away and lived on my own ever. I went from my parents' home to a husband's home because that's what it was. It was his house. Sure. And the first few years um, I was divorced, I had no idea what I was doing. I knew nothing about money because mm. women didn't get to know about money then. It was the husband. Right. And so I finally got a job in a psychologist's office and I loved working with people. People had always come to me with their problems for mm -hmm. years and years and years. But after I'd been there about six months, I thought to myself, do I really want to work for somebody for the rest of my life? <laughs> and I decided, no, that wasn't what I wanted. Now, I was starting to find out who Hazel was. Mm. But it was right at the beginning. So I didn't want to go back to school for four years and get my marriage family counseling degree. Mm -hmm. So I went for one year to learn how to become a hypnotherapist, wow. which allowed me to do counseling too. Mm -hmm. Hypnotherapist, not stage hypnotist. I don't make people <laughs> Big bark like, I do not make people bark like dogs. <laughs> and um, I finally got on staff at the institute where I trained. Mm -hmm. I was on staff for six months. And then a psychologist locally asked me if I would like to have an office in his offices. Wow. And so I decided to move. And I opened my own business. Now, remember, I'd never been in business before. I really knew nothing about business. But right. I did know about helping people. Mm -hmm. So, And I'd had one client when I was with the Institute who was in the entertainment industry. And all you really need is one client in the entertainment industry. <laughs> and if they do well and they like you, they tell everybody. Right. So within six weeks of opening up my practice, I had a full practice. Wow. And um, Mostly from the entertainment industry, right? Mostly from, and mostly men. Wow. I don't work with men anymore. Well, I do, but I don't <laughs> target men anymore, I should right. say. Um, mostly from the entertainment industry. Obviously, a few people that weren't from the entertainment industry that heard about me never had to look for clients. It was always through referral, and it's always been through referral right up until now. Mm -hmm. um, and about two years after I moved into the office, I had a terrible car accident. Mm. Somebody jumped a red light and nearly killed me. Wow. But they herniated three discs in my neck. And then I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. Mm. And between the two, I was getting migraines every day. And I was working from 10 in the morning till 10 at night. Wow. So you have to work in the evening when you do counseling of any description. And during that time, I'd also taken my stress management counseling certification and my NLP certification, mm -hmm. which is neuro-linguistic programming, 
mm-hmm. for anyone that doesn't know. Right. And um, then in 1997, I heard about coaching. And I heard that you could do it on the phone. I didn't <laughs> actually have to go to an office. So it took me two years to retrain and also to close my office down because you don't just walk away from people right. when you're working with people. And um, I became a certified coach. Mm. And so I started working as a coach, but I always used hypnosis. And because in marketing, they ask you, who's your target market? Yeah. And I would say, I can work with anyone. No, no, you have to have a target market. (laughs) So I decided that since I was over 40, I would work with women who were over 40. Mm-hmm. And what I was finding was that women who were over 40 who wanted to start a business were having a problem because of their thinking. Mm-hmm. So they would come to me and I don't understand, they would say, I don't understand why I can't be successful. They're being successful. They're successful. You know, she's successful. And in talking to them, I would find it was about their thinking. Hmm. They subconsciously, because the subconscious is very powerful, subconsciously they were telling themselves that they were going to fail, that they couldn't do it, that what if they didn't, what if they didn't succeed, what if they didn't this, I can't. It was all the I can'ts and the what ifs. Mm. And so I would start working with people as a coach, helping them from the ground up to build the business. But at the same time, I was doing hypnotherapy with them to change their thinking. Mm. And that's what I did for many, many years. I mean, I've been doing all of this now for over 25 years. (laughs) And I didn't write my best-selling book until I was 65. That's amazing. I never want to hear people say, I'm too old, it's too late. Right. (laughs) Because I did say that, oh, I'm too old, I can't do this. I don't even know how to write because I've never written anything in my life. (laughs) And the coach I was working with at the time, who was a friend, because if you're a good coach, you have a coach. Right, absolutely. Right. And um, she said to me, of course you can write a book. Look at your experience. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, how do I do that? There was still that little, really? (laughs) Yeah, I'm 65. How do I do that? (laughs) Right. So one chapter at a time was how I did it. Mm -hmm. It took nearly a year to write the book. It went eventually to Amazon bestseller Mm -hmm. and right now I've taken it off the market because I'm going into a second phase of the book so Mm -hmm. it will it will go back on again in probably probably take me about six months but it will go back on and of course I've been a co-author in many different books Mm -hmm. since then that have become bestsellers And so that's where I am today. That's how I got to where I am. And I actually took three years off 
um, about in 2015, uh-huh. I took three years off to actually caretake my ex-husband. Well, when we come back, I want you to tell that story because I think that is a fantastic story. But we're going to take our first break. Before we do that, Hazel, can you give them contact information, how to get hold of you if they would like to have a visit with you or come talk to you or whatever they'd like to do. Could you give your contact information for our listeners that are listening out there? Absolutely. If you want full contact information, go to www.liveyourabundantlife.com. If you want to contact me directly, it's hazel at liveyourabundantlife.com. Perfect. Hazel at LiveYourAbundantLife.com. It's a beautiful website, too. You guys will love her website. It's really, really nice. So we're going to take our first break. As you can tell, she's got lots to tell, and, and I've got questions coming out my ears right now <laughs> that I want to ask you, too, and I want to make sure we touch on. So stay with us. Do not leave. We want to make sure that you come back and hear the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey used to say. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Learn more about the products and equipment discussed by Stephanie and her guests on the show by visiting MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. We've done the research for you and selected proven, high-quality brands at competitive prices from companies you can trust. Drugs and surgery are not your only options. Discover the exciting alternative therapies and health and wellness products that are helping people to reclaim their health and enjoy a higher quality of life. That's MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. Many of us are finding ourselves distracted by what's going on in the world around us today. We find ourselves discontent with our circumstances, with what we have and how we feel about ourselves. And we find ourselves disconnected from those that matter most to us. If this sounds all too familiar, check out MindfulLab.net and see how the practice of mindfulness can change your life today. Powerful programs are available to help you find clarity, connection, and peace at MindfulLab.net. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to the Vitality Health Show with Stephanie Parrish. If you have a question for Stephanie or her guest, please email contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Now, back to the Vitality Health Show. Welcome back, friends. We're so happy to have you. We are speaking with a friend of mine, Hazel Palache. I love that name, Hazel Palache. She is absolutely amazing, and she is turning 80 years old next week, so we're wishing her a happy birthday. Those of you that are seeing her would think she's 60. She is just a beautiful, radiant woman, and I think that's because of the abundant life that she lives and the way that she conducts herself with everything that she teaches. And we had talked just a little bit, and I want to go into the caregiving of your former husband, but you did say something 
earlier that I wanted to really touch on that resonated with me. And that was when you got divorced, you had no idea on the finances. You had no idea anything about the money situation with your family. And there's a lot of women specifically out there listening that really don't know. I was just talking to a a friend of ours here young, they're young, but she's like, I don't know anything about our money. My husband takes care of all that. So what happens if you get divorced or you lose your spouse or, or something happens? And my, I guess I want to re- remind the women out there, you better know where every penny's going. <laughs> you better understand where that's going. And my mom always worked with my dad. And so she knew my, my dad was an attorney. My mom was his secretary, uh, office manager. And she knew, she knew where most everything was. There was a few things that were kind of a surprise when he passed away. But um, I just want to encourage women out there to be in the know. Don't assume or let, I guess, don't, don't take the power out of your hands. You need to understand. And if you're in a, if you're in a good marriage, you should be talking. If you're not, you better figure out and talk to Hazel about figuring that out. So I just wanted to make sure that our listeners out there are, are being very, very aware of that. Um, okay. So sorry, that was just a little sideline because that really struck home with me. Yes, it's <laughs> so, very important, but it's a very important point. Absolutely. So let's get to your ex-husband, which when you were first telling me this, it, it's so interesting. I love this part of your story because this says a lot of who you are and it's just a beautiful it's a beautiful love story with somebody that you just took care of, even though you chose not to be married, you were still very much a caregiver and, and love because that's full of love. That's where that comes from. So let's go ahead and, and tell that story about your, your former husband. I knew Michael since I was 14. Right. We got married when I was 19, as I said earlier. And when we got divorced, We had two children, and I knew at some point they would get married and have children. I did not want to have to be the grandma that called the children and say, is dad coming over? Because if he's coming, I can't come. Right. So I went out of my way, although he didn't want the divorce, and at first he did have some anger about it, but he got over that. And I went out of my way to stay friendly with him, mm-hmm. to stay friends, actually. Right. And even through his second marriage, because he got divorced again, and we still stayed friends. So when he got cancer, which was, I don't remember which year, but he died two years ago. Mm-hmm. So it was about three years before that. When he got cancer, um, there really wasn't anybody who could take care of him. Mm. And I decided that we were friends. He'd always, he unfortunately, this was on him, not on me. He always felt guilty because I didn't get what I should have got after 25 years of marriage financially. Uh I just walked away and He didn't, uh, you know, whereas his second wife hired very heavy, big attorneys and she got everything. (laughs) Wow. So he always felt guilty. 
So he was very good to me in many ways. You know, he bought me a car that he paid for. So I never had to pay, buy a car. If I needed money anytime, I could always go to him. But when he got cancer, I really decided that somebody needed to be there for him constantly. And I didn't realize it was going to be quite so constant, truthfully, when I first started. And I was still working. But after the first six months or so, I realized that there was no way I was going to be able to separate. I couldn't work on one hand. And if he needed something and called me, I couldn't run to him because we didn't live together, remember. Mm -hmm. So, and he got really ill at times. So I really took care of him and, um, my daughter did too, and the kids did what they could, but they each had three children. Right. So it was much more difficult or challenging for them. So, and when he went into the assisted living facility, which he finally did have to go into, mm -hmm. he had three kinds of cancer at that time. And I was there nearly every day. So it meant I really couldn't work. Right. And he passed, he was in, he, he didn't actually die of cancer. He got sepsis. Oh. And he died of sepsis mm. um, a year before COVID started. When was 2019? In 2018. Wow. Now, I had known the man 64 years up to that point mm -hmm. and um, obviously when you've known somebody that long there is I wasn't in love with Michael but I did love Michael right he was somebody I'd known all my life almost right and so caretaking him and dealing with everything that he had you know, left because he left, he did leave everything to me <laughs> because he's so guilty. <laughs> what was left after the uh, second wife took everything right, else, exactly. right? <laughs> everything was left. Um, anyway, uh, it took me a while to get over that because, you know, you do go through a grieving process. Oh, yes. And then I decided that really my place was still helping people. So I started back again. But this was in 2019, toward the end of 2019. Wow. And all the plans were being made for me to go ahead in 2020. <laughs> and then COVID hit. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't get out there and speak anymore the way I used to. And I couldn't connect with people unless they came to me. Zoom is great. Right. But, you know, it's not quite the same as standing in front of a group of people and talking to them. Right. So that's what brought me to where I am now. And, you know, my story with Michael is a little unusual. And I will tell you, for all of those people out there, if you are getting divorced or separated even if the guy or girl has cheated on you, 
do the best you can to forgive them. Remember that forgiveness is for you. It's not for them. Right. It releases something in you when you can forgive. And if you can, even though you may not be able to be as friendly as I was with Michael, stay friends with that person. You don't know what's going to happen in the future. Now, I am not saying this about people who have been battered or about people who have been sexually abused I'm, because that is usually an impossibility. But people who have been married and have just had a bad marriage for one reason or another and somebody has cheated, you can let go and you can move on. And if you can't, get help because it is available and it's important. It's out there, which is what I did, mm-hmm. you know. And as soon as I became a coach, I had a coach. Right. Because that was the most important thing. Good coach will always have a coach. And I still I love, have a coach. I love that you said that. And, and in my world, we went through a lot of stuff with with a family member that had a lot of mental issues, a lot of health issues. And we were talking to a psychiatrist one day and he, he just looked so tired. And we were one of his last appointments that day. And I, I looked at him and I said, what do you do when you're done with the day? Because he, he goes, I know what our story was and he does multiples of those a day. And he goes, I walk across the hall and I talk to the other doctor. <laughs> I'm like, right. You have to, you have to be able to, and then that's for anything, right? You have to be able to have somebody to talk to and to share with. Otherwise it bottles up, right? Absolutely. And if you can't afford to have a coach or a therapist and you have somebody that is a good friend and doesn't judge, Mm, it's really important that they don't judge you, that you can just speak to who will listen and only give you input if you ask for it, mm-hmm. then you go to that friend. Right. You know? So tell, I, you know, I love that you said that because that's so true. And there's people that are going, don't tell anybody this, don't tell anybody this, but they'll, they'll put a heavy burden on your shoulders. And mm-hmm. you do have to be able to share that with someone that you trust that's in confidence. And, and it's really important. And the judging, the judging is, so huge because nobody has walked in somebody else's shoes. Right? Right. Nobody knows what you've been through. And it's so important to not judge, just listen. Just listen. And then, like you said, if they want to talk, let them talk. If they, want an, if they ask for an answer or ask for a suggestion, that's, right. that's when you give it. And right? hearing someone is not the same as listening. Oh, so true. <laughs> Okay, you can hear words all day long. Does it mean that you're actually listening? Yeah. Probably not. So be sure that if you're a friend and you're a good friend, not only no judgment, but listen. Right, right. And remember, it's about that person that you're listening to. I know sometimes I'll get, I'll hear something, it'll trigger, and I'll like, oh, well, that, this is what happened to me. I was like, oh, wait, this isn't about me. It's about right. them. <laughs> And, and it definitely takes I practice. That. I did that for a long time. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that there was anything wrong with saying, oh, this is about, you know, 
I've been through that too. Oh, I've right. been through that too. But of course, you don't want to go to that place. You really want to hear what they're saying. Right. So listen and don't judge. But if you can afford to have a professional coach, that's your best bet. Right. And on that note, really, I want to once again how they can get hold of you if they need a wonderful coach, because she is really amazing to talk to, as you can tell. So let's give your contact information again really quickly in case people didn't have a pen and a paper before. So let's okay. go ahead and give that. Okay. The website is liveyourabundantlife.com. And if you want to contact me directly, it's hazel at liveyourabundantlife.com. Awesome. Well, we will have that on our website at contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com along with the recording of the show. That will be on there as well. So don't wait. You want to get hold of her. So, Hazel, will you take just a minute? If somebody has not had an experience with hypnotherapy, can you tell us a little bit about what that looks like? Because some people know and other people have no clue. They think it's the whack, wacky stuff they see on stage at the fair, right? <laughs> as you pointed out. <laughs> Okay, I am a hypnotherapist. I'm not a hypnotist that does stage work. Mm -hmm. The difference between that and a hypnotist is they're there to entertain you. I'm not there to entertain you. I'm there to help you in whichever way I can. Hypnosis is just a very, very deep form of relaxation. Mm -hmm. You will actually never feel so relaxed as you do when you've had hypnosis. Mm -hmm. And I've been told this over the years by everybody. And no, you can't get stuck in hypnosis. No, I cannot control your mind. In fact, you have more control over your mind in hypnosis than any other time. If you were, for instance, to listen to a recording and you got interrupted, yes, you will come out of hypnosis. We all walk around in a state of environmental hypnosis more often than not. Mm -hmm. How many times have you driven and you've gone right past the exit on the freeway because you're miles away? You're in, you're in a trance, yeah. okay? And that's what hypnosis is. It's extremely powerful. I have had the pleasure of helping hundreds of people with this in many, many ways. <laughs> um, even going into surgery with somebody because mm. they were so terrified to have the surgical procedure that I had to go with her to the surgery, to the actual surgery, wow. to the operating room. I put her under when I was in the operating room and then I said to the surgeon, I don't like blood. This is where I leave. <laughs> you take over. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you see, she was able to get through it because she had hypnosis. You always want to work, of course, with somebody that's well-trained. Right. You don't have to have a therapist, a psychotherapist to do this. Some psychotherapists know how to do hypnosis and some don't but think they do mm -hmm. because I had that experience. Wow. 
So you want to work with somebody who's a trained hypnotherapist. Your subconscious is 90% of your brain power. You only have 10% of conscious mind. And so everything that you've had since childhood, every message goes into that subconscious part of your mind. And that's working for you every day. And it's very tricky. Mm-hmm. It can really get in your way. So hypnosis is not dangerous. It's safe. And it's extremely relaxing. Mm. I have had it before, and I can attest to that, that it is. And nobody's going to go put wackle things in your brain or make you think differently right. or do any of that stuff if you're working with a skilled licensed hypnotherapist right so make sure that you're checking that out and it is definitely one more of those modalities out there people that that are listening that can really really benefit your life and and just take you to a different place help you like you said only 10 percent of our conscious mind is is what we're listening to there's so much more you know how they always say there's so much more to you there is. Right. There's so much more to you. So we're going to get ready to take our break. And when we come back, I'd like to talk a little bit more about self-talk and the, yeah. how people can, can just change their life with positive thoughts and positive sayings. So absolutely. It's, I, I, I love the way that you do this. Again, we want you to live your most abundant life. And that's what Hazel's all here to teach us how to live our most abundant life. So we'll be back in just a minute. Stay with us. You want to hear the rest of this. Make sure you have your paper and pen with you because you're going to want to take lots of notes. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Learn more about the products and equipment discussed by Stephanie and her guests on the show by visiting MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. We've done the research for you and selected proven, high-quality brands at competitive prices from companies you can trust. Drugs and surgery are not your only options. Discover the exciting alternative therapies and health and wellness products that are helping people to reclaim their health and enjoy a higher quality of life. That's MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. Many of us are finding ourselves distracted by what's going on in the world around us today. We find ourselves discontent with our circumstances, with what we have and how we feel about ourselves. And we find ourselves disconnected from those that matter most to us. If this sounds all too familiar, check out MindfulLab.net and see how the practice of mindfulness can change your life today. Powerful programs are available to help you find clarity, connection, and peace at MindfulLab.net. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to the Vitality Health Show with Stephanie Parrish. If you have a question for Stephanie or her guest, please email contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Now, back to the Vitality Health Show. 
Welcome back, friends. We are so happy to have you here. I can't believe how fast this time goes. It just makes me crazy. <laughs> I need more time. But we are talking to the amazing, award-winning, best-selling author, Hazel Palache. And we are so grateful to have her here. We're just talking about living an abundant life and about certified. I need to make sure I have the correct wording, certified hypnotherapist that she is. And she's got a new book that's getting ready to come back out. She's been a contributor to many, many um, top selling books on Amazon. And I'm assuming hopefully people can get out there and read her stuff because she is just fantastic. So we want to get right back into talking about self-talk and the, and your abundant life and what can our listeners do today when they go home or they're done listening to this that can change their lives because I know it does. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yes, it certainly does. Self-talk. <laughs> Unfortunately, self-talk most of the time people get caught up in the negative self-talk. Yeah. And it's, I can't do this, and what if, and what if a million things? What if I don't have enough money? What if I can't, you know, even what if I become successful? Because True. the fear there is that if they become successful, friends that they have that aren't as successful won't like them anymore. So... <laughs> You know, and I was great at doing negative self-talk for years. The master, right? <laughs> the master, definitely. But when I started really growing emotionally, I learned how how deathly, and I'm, I'm, I'm using that word loosely, how, how terribly negative it was and how... What a disaster it could be to my life if I didn't change the way I was thinking mm. because you can't become successful in relationships, in life, in business, anyway, actually, if you're constantly saying, but I can't, but what if? So... I would help people, obviously, mainly with hypnotherapy to do this, to change what they wanted to change. Remember that hypnosis is about you come to me, you tell me what you want to change, I give you the messages so that it goes into your subconscious and changes what you want to change. One of the ways you can do it yourself, and I'm going to give you a really simple NLP technique um, you have to break the state that you're in so let's say I'm sitting in my office chair right now let's say I suddenly had all these negative thoughts oh my god I can't write a new book oh my god what happens if it's not successful I get up and this is what you do you get up from wherever you are at that time and you move away from that spot. And at the same time, you give yourself positive messages. I can achieve anything I want. I am really powerful. I have courage. I'm a really great, well, it would be person today because it depends whether it's a man <laughs> or whoever it is. Um, 
And what you've done at that point is you've broken the state that you were in. Tony Robbins actually used this on his stage. Mm -hmm. How he did it, though, he took a glass of water and he threw it in a woman's face. That's how he broke the state. She was why I guess she was moaning or why whatever. I I only remember the incident, and he had to break the state. But instead of saying get up off the chair and walk over here, he decided to do it differently, and he took a glass with water in it and he threw it at her. That broke her state very quickly. I don't suggest you do that. Yeah, no, (laughs) not to anybody else or to yourself. Um, Now, you can do this even if you are in a crowded room, let's say before COVID and you were networking and you were standing in a group of people and those thoughts started coming in. All you have to do is move slightly off of the spot where you are, knowing that you're going to give yourself a positive message at the same time. Now, the other way that I did it was also I asked people around me to pick me up on words that I used if I was using negative words. Mm. Please remember that how you think, the words you use are how you're thinking. Your thinking goes into your emotion. Your emotion becomes an action. Your action creates the results. Mm. So if it goes down the line from negative to negative to negative, what's the end result? Negative. Negative, right. If you've changed that thought, so I had people pick me up on words like, I can't. If I said I can't, they had to tell me. Now, this was only people I trusted and people I knew wouldn't judge me. And people that would cared about the fact that I needed to do this. Right. So those are things you can do for yourself. Obviously, the easiest and fastest way to do it is with hypnosis. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you don't want to be thinking negatively. Think about who you are. Remember I said... I didn't know who I was when I was married. But I, when I found me, I realized that I am really a great, courageous, and I'm not saying this from a narcissistic point of view, <laughs> I'm a great, courageous, kind, generous woman. Right. I didn't know this. And for me to talk about that, and say those things is like, oh, my God, I can't say that about myself. Yeah, right, exactly. But you can. Don't be afraid to look into yourself because when you change your conscious thinking, when you become aware of what you are thinking, your life really will change. Hmm. So it's change your thinking and you change your life. And that's really how it works. Oh, I just, I think that's so, that is so beautiful. And don't, don't you find in your practice right now, especially with everything that's happened this last year, people are just so confused of, of what's happening in their world. And a lot of people feel like they don't have control. They don't know where to go. They don't know, 
they don't know what to do at now. I mean, a lot of us have had to totally shift our whole thinking and, and instead of taking this as a time of negative, crazy, horrible stuff, wow, the things that are people are coming up with and stepping into and creating mm-hmm. is so different from where we would have been had we been on that same treadmill. <laughs> right. And I, I watch social media, obviously, for two reasons, business and personal. I've never seen so much fear as yes. I've seen in the last year. And I finally decided that how was I going to help people if they didn't come to me? I mean, right. you know, if people don't come to me, I can't get out there to the masses right now. So I decided that I would host a free webcast about regaining your life after COVID Mm -hmm. because you can get your life back and it's free. There's no selling. There's no upsell. This is just information and where you can ask questions about whatever you want to. So that was the only way I could think of to get it out there so that people know that they can actually get their lives back. Right. And you can find that, by the way, on my website under the event page. And that's coming up on April 21st, correct? April 21st at 2 p.m. Pacific time, Okay. 5 p.m. Eastern. Okay. And again, that is a free webinar that Hazel is offering to anyone that would like to come on there. It doesn't have to just be women over 40, right? Anyone can, can be on there. Mm-hmm. So again, that's April 21st. Go to her website and we'll post that again also on our website. And that's at two o'clock Pacific time, five o'clock Eastern time. It will be so well worth your time to take time to get on there. She's not selling anything. This is a free gift she is giving out there. And something that you had said, Hazel, that really struck me also that I've noticed was you said, get back your life, get back what you had before. What I'm finding with a lot of the people I've talked to is they're coming out, not getting back to their life. They're starting their life and they're that has, figuring that, it out. Yes. And that is happening a lot. A people lot. are starting businesses because they suddenly realize that they don't have to go out and start a business. They can actually do it from home. So people are starting businesses and people, we are not going, I'm going to say this because it needs to be said, there is not going to be the old normal. No. It just isn't going to happen. Right. But there will be a new normal. Mm -hmm. Somewhere that will become your new comfort zone. Because you can't stay stuck in an old comfort zone that is full of fear and anxiety. Exactly. So it'll become your new comfort zone. Right. And gradually, 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 we are getting things back to where they need to be. But now you need to get yourself back. And it's kind of exciting to think we get to be part of creating this new normal, right? And we get to say, I'm not going to live in that fear. I'm going to have faith, not fear. That's one of my favorite things. And let's create. We get to create. We get to step out of all the crazy treadmill we've been on and we get to create and become and live our own abundant new life. Absolutely. 
because if we don't do that, then how are you going to live? Exactly. You don't want to live in fear. No. Really. You know what? I, I've been 79, obviously, up until this point. <laughs> and I wrote an article. I'm 79, and I haven't been afraid of this since day one. Oh, that's because beautiful. Because I haven't. You know, you take precautions, you're sensible, and you don't go into fear. But I know people that haven't been outside the door for a year. Yeah. Yeah, so do I. You know. Unfortunately. And, and that's, you know, not something you want to be doing. Right. Again, so let's give, we've, yeah, this goes by so fast. Let's give your contact information again. And we want to remind everybody, you've got a pen and a paper. You can go back and listen to this if you need to. But on April 21st at 2 o'clock Pacific time, 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, Hazel is offering a free webinar, webcast. Is that how you call it, a webcast? This is free. You get to reclaim your life. She's going to give you all sorts of wonderful free information on how to claim your life or make your life even more abundant because that's what we're all about right now, right? right. Hope and healing. That's what we're trying to do. We hope that everybody's had an opportunity to feel that hope that she is sharing because it is amazing. And that is in your healing, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, spiritual. Mm -hmm. She's got the tools to help you with all of that. So give us your contact information one more time. Everybody make sure you're writing it down so you can get signed up for her webinar. The website is liveyourabundantlife.com. If you want to go directly to the event page, it's liveyourabundantlife.com downward slash webcast. Okay. Or you can email me at hazel at liveyourabundantlife.com. Oh, I think this is just, this is beautiful, Hazel. Thank you for offering that for so many people. We'd love to see all of you out there on this free webcast because as you can tell from this last hour that we've spent with her, she is an abundance of knowledge and her heart is so pure and she just wants to help people. And I think that, Hazel, thank you. It's been an absolute privilege having you on here. I know you're in such demand. Everybody wants Hazel. So we're just grateful to have had her for the hour. Please share this with everybody. Get on the webcast. You will not regret it. She is an amazing, amazing person. So thank you again. Enjoy California. Yep, she's in California and still has this great attitude. Oh, that was probably bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure to be here. <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you for all of our listeners. Have a wonderful, happy, healthy week. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Vitality Health Show. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for another informative show with Stephanie Parrish and leading health and wellness experts. That's Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a wonderful, healthy week. Statements made and information provided on this program are for educational purposes only. They have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration and products discussed on this program are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Vitality Health Show is not responsible for any misunderstandings or misapplication of information presented in this show. 